0: Hello, everybody. This is Ed K. Smith, the co-host of the digital asset show. Oh, sorry, or the asset show. I've got it, i got it wrong. First time it is about digital. That I've got it, wrong. World, uh... it is, but it's the asset show, and I stuffed it up for the first time ever. But anyway, that's fine. Rob can edit that out. Uh, here with the wonderful co-host Rob K. How are you, Rob?
1: Good, mate. I like your I like reindeers. Some... Your reindeer. Yeah, uh... Do you like
0: more reindeers? Well. Our, our, our special guest down below me, if it's uh, how it's showing up on the on the recording, we have Carol McDonald, who is the CEO of Black Tide Digital, and we also have Todd Pierce, who is the now we'll classify this as the Cgo, the Chief <laughs> Growth Officer, which is actually a thing. I looked it up. Uh, so welcome you guys for and thanks for coming on the the podcast. How are you?
2: Awesome, wonderful to be here.
3: Really good guys, pleasure to be here.
0: So, uh, yeah, we've got our, as you can tell, it's obviously Christmas. I've got this weird little uh, Rudolph uh, reindeer ears and whatever antlers on, (laughs) and and Carolyn's got her Santa hat, so that's good. The other two guys, they're, you know, they're not playing. They're not playing. They weren't prepped. (laughs) This was not planned, by the way. I just happened to have these lying around. Carolyn was the only one that actually came in with it all all ready to go. (laughs) So
1: kudos to you. We're playing on the inside.
2: No the I've been Santa today. I've been delivering all our team gifts, so we're for oh, well, the end of year wrap up theme, and uh, you know we've got to be festive.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so this is our last show for 2022. Uh, so thank you guys for coming on. It has been a, an amazing year. So much has happened uh, in the whole Web three blockchain. Domain name, everything space that, that Rob and I play in is uh, has been a crazy, crazy uh, 2022.
1: And let's not so forget, can... Ed, that this is when we um, transformed from when we, we were just running the domain name show um, yeah. and we transformed to the asset show because we were, we figured out we don't just want to talk about domain names as digital assets. We want to talk about all kinds of digital assets in this day and age. Yeah. Completely and utterly. And um,
0: one thing led to another, led to another. I ended up across in, uh, in Sydney a few weeks ago, moderating the panel for the um, the decom team, and met Carol there, cause she was at the at the event. Got chatting to her, was blown away by the stuff that she's doing, and I only got a small little snippet into that window. Um, met her husband Simon, uh, and then. Said, "Come on the show." And she she kindly said, "Yes," and she goes, "I'm going to also bring this dude, this Todd dude that she kept going on about, the, the guy with the with the big arms and, and and tats." So, um, I'm sure I'm sure he's got more to more to share in his in his amazing brain about how he's growing the business. So let's get stuck into it. All right. So what we'll do well, first, we'll get a little bit of a backstory from both of you because uh, I know when I was speaking to you, Carolyn, you've got a long history tied up in in the in the digital space we'll call it that so can you go back I'm going to say 30 years now because I know that's roughly how long it is you don't have to go over every single detail but how did you get involved in in what you're doing now and I know there was a tie-in with with real estate uh, that led into this so can you kick off and and backstory that for us please
2: Absolutely. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say I was a toddler, right, at 30 years ago. Just to be clear, I'm only 33, everyone. You know, okay. we, we can't be too, uh, you know, defined on the age here. But yes, uh, Todd's toddler right. because he knows that's not the truth. So, uh, but anyway, i got to try. Uh, so <laughs> to give a bit of background, um, I guess, uh, you know, uh, our family our business started 32 years ago. Um, and it was started as a traditional uh, what they would call in those days a barter exchange. Uh, and that was obviously before the internet, you know, we were running uh, ledgers before they were in Excel uh, mm-hmm. on chits uh, in the back of our uh, office. So whilst obviously at yeah. school, that was my job to manage these chits, so to speak, of who was um, doing these uh, trades with each other. So that's sort of the background. We took that business into obviously computers, the internet, uh, mm-hmm. So uh, 20 years ago, that business started managing real estate transactions um, using digital trade credits. Uh, so, you know, it's natural for us and a lot of our team here um, across the world to have transition into the blockchain space. So, so you were running yeah.
1: digital ledger before blockchain and before Bitcoin was invented, really?
2: Correct. Yes, absolutely. 100%. So wow. I started with Tab Mash. I don't know. That's really showing my age now. Tab Mash and Dot Matrix printers. Uh, but that's how we started our our digital ledgers.
0: Wow. wow. Okay. Well, I remember it because you know, yeah. I, I keep saying I'm I'm 55. I just turned 55. So I've I've been around since the days. Uh, yeah. So I um, I know all the things you're talking about.
2: Thanks for that. That's why I say I'm 35, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't get away with that though. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. You, you can. Uh, so so that okay. So then that transitioned at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. You became aware of of blockchain technology. When when did that happen?
2: Yeah, so we started our transition about five years ago. So whilst it's not technically a transition, so, you know, Mm -hmm. our legacy business continues to operate as a centralised business. Okay. um, And we operate in 13 countries now. Um, So blockchain, uh, how I started to look at blockchain was how can it improve or solve, uh, you know, real-world problems? Um, And for us, our digital trade credit business, it doesn't have you know, a problem that needs to be solved because the ledgers are working quite well. Um, yeah. And yeah. they have been for many years. And, um, you know, SaaS technology allows that to continue to develop. Uh, so, so we didn't um, transition that business, uh, but we certainly looked at how blockchain uh, can uh, help uh, solve all the business real-world problems. Uh, and for real estate was a natural progression for us being in that industry You know, being uh, licensed across Australia and managing these um, transactions in the non-traditional space, we know that, um, you know, it's very hard for um, 1st home buyers to get into real estate. You know, the the solutions that are out there at the moment are not sustainable solutions for them. You know, borrow off mum and dad, get a gift, you know, lock up your super whatever strategies the governments have been coming out with are not sustainable strategies. So how do we use blockchain to fix this? Uh, so that's how we started on the Be For Real journey, um, which is one of our platforms here at Black Tie.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Fantastic. So we'll pick, we'll pick up that in a sec. I'll first just get a bit of background from Todd mm-hmm. on how you got involved, uh, what your background is taking on the role of Chief Growth Officer. Don't say that fast when you're drunk. That could turn. Okay. <laughs> Chief Growth Officer, uh, Todd, What's what's your what's your story, my friend? It's kind of funny the whole
3: growth officer role, which obviously encompasses many a things right what how do you define growth had a, mm. a, a lady message Jared Jared our um COO just the other day she goes oh geez Todd's role's pretty fitting it looks like he could lift a car yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but the, you know my journey here funny funny enough you know Caroline says that she's 33 I um I also am 33 uh- <laughs>
0: Oh, this is getting dangerous.
3: (laughs) Uh, Um, But, you know, my background is rather interesting. When it comes to uh, uh, crypto and, and blockchain, my, I guess, introduction to that happened around the 2016-2017 mark when um, one of my business partners who him and I had a a software company back in 2016, he started to run uh, effectively Bitcoin education classes and he invited me to come to one of those which completely blew my mind, right? Like, you know, there's a lot of technicality to how Bitcoin works and why you should care. And he basically, you know, overloaded everyone that was there. He's like, you know, Bitcoin does this, Bitcoin does that, cold wallet, hot wallet, you know, ledger. Completely overwhelmed us all and then ended the session by saying everyone should buy some Bitcoin because (laughs) it's only $900. And, you know, obviously back then I, I appreciated the idea of Bitcoin, but once again, overloaded, didn't take his advice, did not buy bitcoins at $900, which I, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got yeah. the story, right?
0: We've all got that yeah. friend that
3: said, "Hey, buy yeah. some Bitcoin." Yeah, it might and be worse I, than that. But anyway, <laughs> I, I definitely did not nine hundred bucks, right? I'm not as fortunate as, oh, I guess you could say, semi fortunate. Uh, in that, you know, for example, Jared apparently came across it when I was only a couple of cents, so he kicks himself even more. Um, but that was my introduction to the space. Um, over the years, I've done a range of different things. I've done coaching, consulting work. I've worked with businesses to refine their sales and marketing processes. Had sales and marketing companies for quite a few years, basically providing outsourced sales solutions. So you had a product, I'd come in, I'd build a team, train the team, sell your product for you. Um, gotcha. And um, kind of along the way, when, when my software company kind of wrapped up, I had this big space in Fortitude Valley that we ended up turning into a co-working space. And um, one of our anchor tenants that we had uh, at that location were a VC firm called Blue Chili from down in Sydney. And okay. um, they were the the Brisbane... Um, of Blue Chili, they had startups, they're an incubator, they had an accelerator program for new businesses. And um, I started to get involved with their, their pitching process that they were doing because every Friday they would run these uh, pitch mornings. And um, I like to talk. I love to present. I like to think about big ideas and how do you take a big idea and then communicate it to an audience. So I started to listen and give tips. And next thing I know, I'm basically working with these guys, helping kind of map out presentations. And that kind of led me down the path of of VC and um, helping companies raise venture capital and creating pitch decks. And, you know, it has been a lot of different things. And then Fast forward through to, I think it was 2020, 2021, um, Carol and 2021, Caroline and I kind of came across each other in a meeting of fate. And, um, yeah, obviously what we're doing here with Black Tie is is really, really exciting. I've got a passion for innovation and technology and, you know, uh, whether it's a good or a bad thing, I've got a part of my personality which is kind of like even if it's not broken, let's break it and make it better. Um, I've definitely got that growth that <laughs> yeah. growth mindset, which is fitting for my role. Sounds
1: like you're in the right role because that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do, right? The best way to grow grow something is to break it or reset yeah. it and make it bigger, right?
3: yeah but yeah so that's that's kind of how um i came across black tie obviously what we're doing here is is very exciting i've got uh a real it really plucks on my heartstrings the idea of being able to um look for me one of the most important things in life i think is number one being able to pre- to create wealth in your life to look after yourself and your family and the people you care about and number two i think one of the 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 secondary most important things is everybody needs a, a place to live, right? And um, as as time has gone by, that, that goal, that Australian dream has become harder and harder to achieve for people, right? That prices have risen faster than income and um, various factors in the market are blocking entire cohorts of people from being able to own their own home and build that wealth through property. Yeah. So, you know, what we're doing with Beef Real really does aim to solve those problems in a in a, in a special way. Fantastic. That's a
1: great segue into what we can... Talk about next, uh, which is your whole structure, I guess. So maybe I'll get up on the screen if that's if this is where we're yeah. at, Ed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going, mate. Basically, Black Tie Digital, Black Digital, I guess is the top of the umbrella for you guys in terms of your um, company structure and I guess technology. Um, so if we scan down here, you've got transforming the real estate market helping power the new energy grid, evolving commercial blockchain interactions. There's a whole bunch of um, stuff people can look at what you guys do here. Then B4Real, can you explain is, what B4Real is? Does this mean, Oh, there you go, there's, there's, Todd. there's Todd at the bottom. He even tells you in, <laughs> on the website. So <laughs> after, after you've seen Todd here, you can go and spend more time with him what on the website. Can you shut that guy up, please? Can you just yeah, click, yeah. click the click the little
0: X and turn him off? Because you can't talk in two places at once. It's yeah. just not um, possible. From my
1: understanding, and I'm just looking at this for the first time, you guys said before it's hard for new homeowners um, to, you know, and people that have left uni and started a job and, and other sorts of people to, to get into a home. For me, maybe you're saying here that people can buy tokens of and own parts of real estate.
2: Sure, I'll take this one, Todd, for you. Okay. The key thing uh, that the key factor of Be For Real is that we make uh, getting into Aussie property at this stage uh, faster. So, making that reality faster. So, as a buyer, one, we unlock um, reward like, uh, you know, special um, opportunities for them in the real estate market uh, because of our relationships that we've established uh, over the years with developers. We're able to get them. Um, you know, off market access. Uh, and that is really important because we've all seen uh, these first home buyers going to auctions and getting bidded out, um, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, a, a nightmare for them. You know, it's a heartbreaking program, you know, when they're, they're losing these houses on a constant basis. So that yeah. was one of the things that we did. Um, we have our staking program, which is really, really cool. Um, and, and that allows uh, people to save up deposits faster. So we have developers that are part of our staking program um, and uh, it allows these people, you know, that might only have, say, 50 grand right now um, and that's not enough for a deposit and they can't save any quicker. So as the market moves, they keep missing out. So they're able to, to use that 50 grand to buy b for real tokens and stake um, uh, and the yields that we've got there is 20% per annum for them. So you know, it allows them to get that deposit heaps quicker um, and into these properties faster. Mm-hmm. Um, Blacktie has it's uh, recently um, put together its own property fund uh, and that will go to market um, as a security token offering uh, within 12 months. So, again, allowing these um, younger generations or even older generations with super funds uh, to be able to uh, own a piece of Australian real estate uh, through a security token offering. So there are real, four, three, you know, key factors of what Beef does and how we can help people get into the Australian property market much quicker um, and start building their wealth.
1: Wow. And then do they have to um, do all this through a MetaMask wallet or or do they use your own software from your website?
2: Handing that one to you, Todd.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure,
2: otherwise I'll just talk the whole way. So, so, <laughs> so just, just to de,
1: just, just to define
3: that a bit more specifically, yeah. what what part of that process are you referring to?
1: So if literally, if I want to um, invest in um, some property, but not buy the whole property, can I do it through B for Real, where I just invest in a part of a property? Like I'm I'm taking things back to real simple terms here.
3: Mm. Yeah. And what does that have to do with MetaMask?
1: Well, do I have to use like a a crypto wallet like MetaMask or anything to um, transact with you guys?
3: when we get to the stage that we release the tokenized uh, property uh, portfolio, um, they will be security tokens. It's a security tokens offering. There'll be an SDO platform that people can use. And um, you're not restricted to using, you know, an internal wallet that we may or may not have, Um, you know, parts of what we're doing will be centralized, but we're also uh, fans of the decentralized ethos. So at the moment you can purchase our b for real tokens and you can can simply connect a MetaMask wallet, and um, boom, away you go.
0: So, the properties that uh, people can get access to are they in a specific pool of properties in one location, or are they spread across Australia? Whereabouts are the, the properties that they're involved with this?
2: Yeah, so they're all national. So we work with about two hundred development groups, um, and we're working direct with the developers um so you know again the key thing for us is uh you know the more layers you have uh the more costs go up uh so being able to open uh, these access for these uh properties direct from the developers as early offerings again keeps that price point well down for everyone so they are all okay. across australia uh, predominantly apartments
0: yeah well yeah so times have changed since i was a lad um and it's very very difficult to to get that and and the goalposts just keep moving further and further away uh they might be coming down a little bit at the moment but it's just it's 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 unobtainable for a lot of people so that's fantastic so you can get into this so we're tokenizing real estate basically would that be a term you would say would be an accurate description
2: yeah, absolutely. For the um, property fund and the security yep. token assets, that's 100% a tokenized um, asset program.
0: Okay.
1: So okay. right now, people can go to b4real.digital and then go to this page and buy tokens, right? Correct. Okay. Buy tokens. And there's a,
0: there's a countdown bonus there. What was that, Rob? Oh, there's the... Sorry, mate. You've just gone... Um, you, there's four days. There's something happening in four days.
3: Yeah. So right right now, so we've got we've got two core tokens available right now. So we've got the B4Real token, which is B4RE. That's our utility token. So there, that has benefits for both uh, people that are looking to buy real estate mm-hmm. um, and also benefits for real estate professionals when we onboard them at a later stage as well in that it reduces fees in the platform and gives them uh, various bonuses too. So... Uh, the b for real uh, utility token can be staked. So I'll assume that nobody knows what staking is that is listening. Staking is where you take, a, that, yep. yeah, take a token, effectively you lock it up. Let's just call it for simplicity, uh, a high interest savings account, right? And it effectively generates a yield. Now, the yield that our staking system pays out is another token called b for rc so the B for real credit token, that token is priced at a dollar. You can use that with uh, the property developers that we've got in our networks that are uh, that used in the program at the price of a dollar to buy real estate immediately. So literally right now, you could take those. If you had 100,000 B for real credits, you could take those and use that as a deposit on a property right now here in Australia. Now, that's the, the first layer of what you can do with that. The second layer is if you want to hold, if you want to like buy some B for real tokens right now, stake those, lock them. Up, generate a 20% yield um over 12 months, you can take that, that return and use that to buy into our tokenized property portfolio when it gets released as well.
1: That's interesting. Um, hmm. and if people are buying them in, in the next four days, I'm sure you'll have other bonuses in the future, but um then they're getting they're getting a bit extra than than normal. And like you said, if if someone was to put in, I don't know, 20 grand or whatever and then they're staking they're going to be making more of these credits automatically so if they're they're ready in six months or a year then they can use that
3: correct and and, you know whilst we've got these bonuses available um, it really does serve as a very fast way to bridge the gap so if you've got a gap in the deposit that you need to, to purchase a property. It's a very quick way. If you had like, for example, a deposit and you required $40,000 as a down payment on a property. And let's assume that you're looking at one of the properties that are uh, listed through our, our developer networks. Um, you could quite literally take that $20,000 AUD purchase $20,000 worth of B for real tokens that will give you 40,000 B for real tokens huh. and 40,000 B for real credit tokens that are worth a dollar instantly you've effectively got the $40,000 you needed for the deposit. Nice. So here's where this gets exciting, right? You yeah. take that $40,000, you pay that as a down payment on the property, you get the, the rest of the mortgage as normal, which wink, wink, we can help out there as well. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. But but still, you've still got your original $20,000 worth of b 4 tokens that you can, so you can stake to keep generating that yield to then purchase in the property portfolio later on. So it's, can it's you even real... put
1: that on your mortgage later on? Not,
3: not, not, so, not, not so exactly I understand not it, Caroline, simply. unless okay. there's something magical we're doing <laughs> with something. <laughs> but you can stake that, earn that yield and then continue to build your wealth portfolio. With oh yeah, you invest in other properties, portfolio. of course. Yeah,
0: correct. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming when it's staked, it's locked as well. Correct. You can't you can't just go and withdraw it at any time because that would defeat you the whole. can
3: withdraw it at any time. So once again, oh, okay. Our our approach is to really as much as possible utilize the the, the you know the Bitcoin crypto ethos, right? Which is uh-huh. it's it's your tokens, your way, your wallet. We've got no okay. control there. If you want to take it and stake it, then you can obviously withdraw that at any time as well.
1: Okay, okay cool. So if I click on buy your tokens here, yep. um Oh yeah, here you go. Connect, you so can I cuz I love MetaMask as you can tell cuz I keep saying the word. Um so I can connect MetaMask to the B4 real, install the wallet. If people don't know how to in- how to have a MetaMask wallet, go back 10 videos ago cuz Ed and I explained to everyone how you can set up a MetaMask wallet. Um yep. and then you can put money on there and yeah, it doesn't look that hard. Once you've got a met- for me, I'm just talking about for me, once I've got a metamask wallet, I can follow these steps. Yep. And then I can I can invest and I can start staking using your platform over there which obviously connects to my wallet. Yep. And, so, that, that, that's and, easy for me. Oh, I get that. I hope And it's in
0: Australian dollars, which is, uh, well, there and, is and USDC as well. So
3: worse, Worth mentioning there too, guys. If, you know, someone is listening to this right now, that, oh, yeah. as you can see, is a non-crypto native, right? So when, you know, mm-hmm. they think about wallets and MetaMask and they look at that stuff on the screen and get overwhelmed, uh, we do have a, a non uh, crypto pathway to be able to get some tokens, uh, which is simply a form that they can fill out, and then we can do a more of a manual process to help them out, and they can just do like a, an FBOS transfer. Wow! Yeah, okay. I
1: can watch that video there. It doesn't look that hard to um, get into this, which is what I was trying to get at. That's good.
3: Yeah, and on that page too, if you scroll oh, down, yeah. it's got our it's got our roadmap, it's got our the things that we've achieved, our timelines moving forward. Um, as well as the tokenomics and everything like that
1: oh yeah on this page i think oh yeah the roadmap phase one complete phase two in progress yeah that's a lot there's a lot of utility and actual roadmap development going on here which is very important for uh people to invest in blockchain technology instead of some of these air tokens that don't do anything um exactly yeah,
0: <laughs> that's that's a good description of it, Rob. Air token. There's a there's, there's air a
3: better better description, guys. Come on, they're they're called They're called, shit coins. They're
1: called shit coins. This is clearly yeah yeah
3: yeah.
1: This has yeah. clearly got real use and and real utility, and that's what Ed and I just for our two cents, we we try and only invest in. Blockchain technology and tokens that have real use and utility behind them. Don't don't get scammed. This other than that, fairly got real. Other utility. than
0: that, twenty million dollars worth of Dogecoin you and I bought together, mate. But other than that, everything is worth like a million that, now. Other than I'm that, woof,
1: woof.
0: <laughs> you got to take a punt sometimes. You do. You uh, do. I can honest. I can honestly say I've never bought any shit coins. Um, I've, I would. I, I maybe say one. that. I, no, no, no. I,
1: I, do, okay. I do play in the 24-7, 365 blockchain casino quite often. Yes. Uh, but I also but I also like to invest in real utility yes. tokens as well, like this. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who's yeah, looking yeah. at I, investing I, in this, we are not being paid for this program. No. We're not saying you should do it. We're just providing yeah. you information. You need to do your own research before yeah. you decide to do your to own on.
0: research. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's that's true. We definitely we've ne- we are not sponsored. We, this is one of the things. We haven't been sponsored money. by anyone on the assets show ever. If we do in the no. future, we'll tell you about it. Yeah, um, yeah I
0: mean, we're we're very transparent. I about mean, that. honestly, yeah, look this at us. Who would pay? At, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, who would pay, pay, pay.
1: to do this? We're just having. <laughs> we've, got got we've got to we've got to beg people to come on this show. <laughs> um, we've talked about B for real and how people can invest in, um, in real properties um, real on the blockchain. It's not too hard. You can use MetaMask or you can just pay in Australian dollars. Then we've got, what's B4Biz?
2: Sure. B4Biz is a, our, um, obviously, blockchain uh, platform that is um, designed to nurture merchants uh, on, into the blockchain space. So one of the things businesses get thrown at them all the time is, oh, you know, you should accept Bitcoin or you should accept this in your business. Even though there's the argument, um, obviously Bitcoin is not a transactional token, but there's a lot of confusion for merchants and business owners in that space. Um, A lot of payment providers throwing at them every day to say you've got to accept this. Um, But a lot of them don't know what do they do once they've got it. Uh, So, you know, one of the core things we did, it's, you know, we have our wallet, we have our facility up there, we have our own token that people can use um, on the beef for biz platform. Um, but it is more of an education of, of helping merchants navigate this space. Um, and, and that sort of rolls through to how our beef for finance uh, um, helps them out. So if you choose to accept Bitcoin in your business, for some reason someone decides to give it to you, either buy a property, sell a car, whatever it is, Um, Mm -hmm. you know do you you, rather than going to sell that straight away because we know it's an appreciating asset uh, you know going forward we all believe it will be an appreciating asset then you know we can collateralize that for them so they retain that asset through b for finance and then they can obviously obtain cash from us so really looking at how do we nurture business owners in the uh, crypto space if they are accepting digital assets uh, for goods and services Uh, How do they retain those assets if they are appreciating um, and they can leverage off them if they need cash to do anything in their business?
1: Great. Cool. So back to B4Biz. So if if a company or even if a tradie, say, um, wants to get paid in like Ethereum or something, is that something that B4Biz can help them set up?
2: Yes, we have a wallet in there, um, and they can accept uh, Ethereum. You know, oh. if our, our wallet has, I think we have 13 uh, tokens. Couple, in approval yeah. Um Because cool. right. we actually hold a digital currency exchange license and a remitter <laughs> license. Uh, so any um, uh, currency we put in our wallet, we do need um, Austrac approval for it. So
1: we oh, sort okay. of keep
2: that contained to the top, top 10, top 12. Yep. Um, but, yes, they can.
1: Great. So people can look more
2: into
0: that. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. One of the things you said there about Austrack, and I mean, regulations and the crypto space, blockchain space in general, um, have been discussed a lot. And for some reason, my camera is doing something weird today. It's doing something weird.
2: Antlers. That is weird. I think it's
0: the antlers. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so, yeah. So regulations, and in particular regulations for the, the local market in Australia, um how are you finding dealing with that and do you find there's still a long way to go to make people feel more comfortable about getting involved in these spaces because of what's been happening in recent times with companies like FTX and that yeah. whole saga How have you found it Carolyn
2: look uh for me it, you know the cleanup what I call as a cleanup has been a long time coming um and You know, it's really important that it happens. Um, And I think the regulation is probably been too slow, well too slow, even though I understand everyone's taking time because they're worried about leaving gaps. Um, But, you know, having it with as little or as confusing regulation as there has been has allowed way too much, Mm. um, you know, cowboy antics, I think, in the industry for way too long. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people have definitely, you know, um, you know, suffered because of that. Uh, So the cleanup is very positive. You know, I always share a story because people this year, you know, especially have been a little worried, but I actually think next year is going to be even worse. (laughs) But don't quote me on that. Uh, (laughs) You know, I don't want to scare anyone. uh, But, you know, uh, ASIC came in and regulated the barter exchanges um, in 1996 um, and when they came in and regulated that industry, Australia had 72 operating exchanges. Hmm. By the time the regulation was finished, there was four left.
1: Wow. Just well, that says something. That's a good analogy.
2: Okay. So, you know, um, uh, and those four were the ones that obviously were most compliant, you know, that, that already prepared themselves for it. And that's why one of the things that Black Tie, you know, what we really did was make sure we haul our, cor- our governance and our compliance um, because even though we love the decentralized ethos, if you start um, pushing that into the commercial space, you know, you must have your ducks in a row because otherwise yeah. you'll be destined to fail. Um, and and yeah, yep. people ask me about this space, and I say it's like walking a tightrope. You know, you want to mm. have a commercial guide rail. You don't want to destroy the space because we all love it so much and we believe in it. Mm. Uh, uh, but, you know, you have to be prepared to walk that tightrope.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit of a minefield. I think the more regulation, and this is where the the people who are the diehard decentralisation sort of folk who think everything should be just you know completely and utterly decentralised, to me, I think are living in la la land because that's decentralisation maxis. Yeah, that's that's it. And I understand why they're thinking that way most of the time because the government does have its finger in a lot of our pies and control things maybe more than it should do in a lot of cases. So, I, they, they, but maybe there's a huge overcorrection in their side. So I always think there's going to be a combination of centralized and decentralized um, onboarding, offboarding, and there's got to be a workaround to make it's, them all work together.
3: It's cyclical, right? So like mm, yeah. throughout history, everything is cyclical and we, we cycle from central over centralization and we, we then, the, the pendulum swings to decentralization. And it's done this historically a number of times. So like, you know, y- you look at the government and I'm the more libertarian one <laughs> in, in, in our mix, right? I'm also the, the Bitcoin maxi of the group. Um, I'm not a full, I'm not a full maxi. I'm like 80% on the spectrum. Um, Fair enough. I am on the spectrum. Um, <laughs> but... You know, when you look at it, right, this is the whole thing that Bitcoin fights back against, right? It's that monopolization of of certain sectors that is unhealth- unhealthy and harmful. So mm. even if you kind of backtrack to what you said about FTX recently, what you've mm. got there is monopolization of a certain sector and hyper-centralization to the extent that FTX, whether you think there's a conspiracy, people conspiring to jeopardize the whole crypto scene or, or whatever, right? Or whether you just see it as, as it is, which is a, a massive scam, um, the reality is is that they grew so big. Um, and they had their fingers in all these different pies. Mm. And because of that centralization, because of convenience, you know, everyone got hit by it. A lot of people got hit by it. And yeah, in my in my opinion, you look at the government, right? And that's the, the biggest monopoly that you've got. You've got absolutely uh, you know you've got got taxation by fiat which is taxation by decree you can only pay your tax with with fiat and i'll probably go on a rant so i'll stop in a second but but you know we had all these laws that have come go out over it. time right you've got antitrust laws right where they break apart big monopolies um so oh, yeah. uh, I think there's, there's merit in decentralization in that it allows for healthy competition and competition. I'm, I'm the capitalist. I love capitalism, right? I think it's the best, uh, system of economics that's ever been born, uh, um, but you know, like competition creates better products and it does it at a better price point for the end user, Hyper Hypercentra- yep. hypercentralization and monopolies typically do the opposite, right? In fact, yeah, it creates completely. lazy, lazy organizations that are, compl- are complacent because they don't need to innovate because they own the space. So yeah. I think there's a fine line that we need to walk. I think that regulation needs to be in place to protect the end consumer, but at the same time, we need to be careful that it doesn't stifle, uh, innovation.
1: I think it depends where you are. Well said, by the way. And I want to have a beer with you one day, Todd, and we'll talk about this stuff. To be honest, um, but uh, I think it depends where you live in the world as well, right? If I'm investing in Australian real estate, I want to invest in a centralised entity that's that's governed and and has everything in place um, and is 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 quite safe in terms of not losing my money because I know that they you know they have to report everything to the appropriate agencies, but there's people that that don't, I mean, there's people that live in like, I'm not going to name a specific country where it's more like a communist dictatorship where they, they kind of want to get out. And, and they need they, you know, they don't want to put everything in 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 their kind of communist ecosystem. They, they want to try and get out. Um yeah. we're, we're getting political here, but I think there's a there's a bout, you need centralization, but you also need decentralization as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the decentralization side of it. I mean, that's where exchanges are useful for on ramping and off ramping and buying and selling. Uh, but in terms of of storage, I mean, we're all well. I'm assuming I'm ma- I'm making assumptions. No, Rob and I, you know, we we believe if it's you know not not your
3: not your keys, not your crypto, I can't
0: baby. Can't even bloody remember it now. No, <laughs> thank you. Not not your keys, not your crypto. I've only said it like five thousand times, but yeah, maybe I've that's why I've got experience in much. that as well. I and mean, like, you
1: know. I was, I've, I've, I've had some coins in BlockFi and BlockFi got bought out by FTX and now they're all gone because um, okay. they were giving such a good, good yield. But luckily I had a diversified portfolio, which is what, what you've got to do really. Correct.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I've got all my stuff on these things on ledgers um, and that's, you know, but they're not foolproof. They're, there's things that can happen. You can, you know, there's all sorts of stories about everything. There's no, there's no absolute guarantee, but at least someone can't just go and take that off me. Well, they could, they come and take it, but it's not going to do me any good if they did. But, you know, in, in terms of leaving it to uh, a centralized agency like FTX, where all of a sudden your, your money's there one minute and then it's completely gone the next. Um, and the thing that annoys me about this, and uh, there's some people who are talking sense about this whole scenario that's happened, is, uh, you know, people are blaming Web3 crypto blockchain whatever terminology they're using to describe it which is either accurate or not or inaccurate it's um it's actually just down to humans being greedy it's actually nothing to do with the technology that has the technology of decentralization has works fine but the the bad actors who uh, are telling people this is what we're doing but then actually doing something else that's where the problem lies well look, what that's, happened with FTX isn't
3: even new, right? <laughs> it's no, it's, it's not. Been it's happening not new. For, for decades in the it's, yeah, yeah. financing. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. very com- um, it's it's convenient. convenient to place the blame on it's convenient to place the blame on web three tech, but you know, that's yeah. just pointing a finger at the most easy target where the reality yeah. is, is that you know, human greed is ever present. And yeah. um remember, not your keys, not your crypto, have a non-custodial no. wallet.
0: Yeah. That's it.
1: And, so <laughs> and that's no, why you love Bitcoin so much, Todd, because no, there's no government or system that can stop Bitcoin at this point.
3: I can try. And, you know, there, there definitely will be, in my opinion, more plays to try and regulate it. They can make it difficult to spend it, right? But at yeah. the end of the day, there are a diehard cohort of Bitcoiners. And, you know, that's that's a proper term, right? Bitcoiner. You know, you're a Bitcoiner. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That identity, you know, they're not going to sell their Bitcoin. They're not going to do anything with it because they believe in that decentralization of a very important feature of human life, which is is finance.
0: Yeah. 100%. So speaking of finance, because one of the other B4s is the B4 finance, which we've touched on, but one of the terminologies that gets used a lot uh, is Crypto loans, I hear that all the time. Uh, can you expand? If is is that a terminology that you guys use? Is that something that's based on the the B for finance?
2: Sure, I'll take this one. Um,
0: How does that work?
2: Sure. So B for finance um, originally, obviously, set out to uh, work with uh, centralized lenders. Uh, mm. to mm-hmm. recognise the importance of digital assets um, as deposits for property. Uh, when we started uh, the b Finance platform, we had to start door knocking um, to, with traditional lenders and get them to put digital assets as part of their lending policies. So that was really important right. uh, because there were a huge amount of uh, people trying to get into properties that didn't have cash deposits Um, or they had little cash deposits, but their digital assets were not being recognised by the lenders as assets. Uh, So that was the first thing we started doing for b for Finance. So we have um, firmed up uh, lending uh, through major, you know, approvals and partnerships where digital assets are recognised as, um, you know, uh, properly recognised by these lenders. Um, And that includes, which allows them to... Um, you know, uh, get better home loans uh, because the asset base is stronger. um, And allows them to, if they chose to, use crypto as a deposit on property, okay? And then the balance of the loan, say it's an 80% loan or 70% rest they need for a home loan, uh, that is automatically uh, being able to to be produced at competitive uh, rates, which is really important for our, you know, it goes back down to we set out to look after people and get them into properties faster. So we don't want them penalised with rates because their deposits aren't fiat. You know, they're using digital
1: assets.
2: So that was really important. That took us nearly three years of hard work. uh, Five years. Yeah. And, you know, again, a a lot of that became possible because of our great team and the relationships we've established after many years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other part of b for Finance is the crypto lending Uh, So, again, we're very trad fi. You know, we've stayed away Mm -hmm. from DeFi because it is, you know, uh, it can be uh, very risky depending on, you know, how far that people tend to push the envelope. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there is also a lot of regulation coming through and they're focusing heavily on the DeFi space. So our crypto lending um, is very straightforward. It's just about helping people collateralize their crypto. So being able to hold on to it. You know, you know, if you've acquired Bitcoin now as a merchant or, you know, you bought Bitcoin, uh, you don't want to be going and putting that out as a, a deposit on a property when it can appreciate for you as another, you know, a wealth asset. So we're able to collateralize that for them and, and, and lend against it. So uh, that's the two main cool. to be for finance.
0: Cool. Does it have to be when you're looking at the the digital assets, um, because obviously this a huge degree of fluctuation in prices over the last 18 months or so. How, how is that sort of stuff calculated? And is it only certain uh, coins or tokens that are accounted for or that are able to be used?
2: Yeah, uh, correct. Again, yes, the set um, coins. Again, we, we've only um, uh, you know got the ASIC approved uh, tokens that we've been able to collateralize against. Okay. Um, and the LVRs are seven up to 75%, so they can lend mm-hmm. up to 75% of their portfolio. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we do recommend to people to always leave themselves a buffer, you know. So, you know, only do a 60% LVR or 50 depending on what you're using it for, because, you know, if there is a, a, a big drop, then you need to mm. have a comfort zone. And, and I yeah, think yeah. anyone, you know, just common sense going into the, into that area.
1: Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Allowing yeah. for half of your yeah. investment to get cut in half. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. Just leave a buffer so you don't, you know, you're not subject to a margin call or something. Whilst we, you know, we, we would manage those margin calls to the best of our ability, we just don't want people in those situations anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Carolyn, congratulations on uh, on winning the most innovative blockchain CEO of 2022. Yeah, for the yeah. Asia Pacific region. Yes, lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's 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 a recent thing from CEO, CEO Monthly. Well, well done. Um, how, how did that come about? How do these how do these things come about? Is it uh, the day do they pick you? Do you, do you submit yourself? Because some it happens both ways. I'm just curious.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that one was specifically I was nominated. So um, uh, one of the groups that I do some work with because we have a a mentoring uh, mentorship group, uh, one of the women's groups there, uh, and I put some information on that one. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, but as I tell everyone all the time, you know, it takes more than one person to innovate. You know, we're very, um, you know, it's a big part of how our teams pull our projects together. So we have very robust workshops, which Toddle attests to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you just you can't uh, innovate on your own. So it's very much a combined award that one.
0: Well done, well done, you and team. That's very, yeah. very cool. So yeah, it's a it's a fascinating industry to be involved with because, as we all know, Australians <laughs> are completely and utterly property mental. Like yeah. it's mm. uh, it's just part of our way of life whether that's good or bad or indifferent, I don't know. It's just, but that's how it is uh, more so than any other country I've sort of been to or spoken to is as obsessed with, with real estate as we are. So uh, in, in that sense, I think it, it's great that you can get access to real estate in a different way now than you've ever really been able to as easily before. So um so have you found there's been any competition in the space at the moment? Are you guys uh, mainly it? You don't have to name competition. Obviously, that would be a disadvantage to you. But are you, are you seeing this space growing? Are you noticing there's more players um, coming into it?
3: It's, it is interesting, right, because one, one remark I do need to make about the Web3 space is that it's, it's very collaborative, Um, For for example, we recently attended a, uh, an expo (laughs) where there was another company that do a form of tokenization. And, you know, sometimes in traditional business, you can be really competitive. Whereas there's a, 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 a there's like a shift in the mentality in this Web3 space that I've picked up on where a lot of people are more interested in collaborating and, and, and assisting because they want to see the space grow. So to come full circle and answer your question, there are other players in the market, but we've got a very unique product offering um, based on our team and the connections that we have and the way that we're doing it so uh full circle yeah there's 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 players in the market but we're in our own lane and we're focusing on our lane and we're looking to do what we're aiming to do uh to the best of our ability interesting right because in australia there's not too many people that are doing um many web three plays when it comes to real estate however if you turn your attention to europe and and america there there are quite a few right Mm. but even in saying that respect to what we're doing and the pathway we're taking, we're doing things differently, um, which we think is a good thing. Of course it is. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. it. Everyone puts it. Every yes, business that's what, puts what we were talking about before yeah. as yeah. well, about yeah. a true capitalist system, which is like the best, the best survive and you want competition so that you everyone can see that you're the best yeah. and, that, and that's why they will choose you. It's freedom of choice, right, in the market.
0: Pokemon, yes. choose us.
1: That's
0: it. That's, that's exactly it. Well, Very it's important cool.
1: that um you, you guys go on shows and, and go to expos because as Ed and I tell people, if you're going to invest in digital assets and, and blockchain technology tokens, you want to see real use case, real utility, and the people behind it are um, especially in, in what you guys are doing, uh are interested in governance and and reporting to the appropriate authorities. People feel safer in investing those in those sorts of tokens and investments. Yeah.
3: Well, talking talking about like regulations, this is another big point of difference between us and other players that may be in the market. Is we we do have a lot of licenses behind us, either directly or um, via our partners. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going for the top of the head here. So we've got an independent uh, remitter's license. We've got um, the digital currency exchange license. We've got the authorised representative AFSL license. We've got through partners the managed investment scheme AFSL. Like we've got a whole heap there, right? Securities AFSL. And um, yeah. that is, yeah. I think, important because it adds a layer of security yeah. to the end user, which is the consumer, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, I think uh, we've we've introduced people to Black Digital and B4Real and all the B4 uh, ecosystem, um, and Caroline and Todd and people can now go and do their own research and, and see if if this is this is for them. It sounds like a great. Um, ecosystem you guys are building to help Australian businesses and investors.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Look, I really appreciate you having us here, especially being the last show of the year and uh, enjoyed, um, you know, meeting you in, in Sydney, Ed. I can't wait for Likewise. next year. We're all strapped in for the roller coaster that's going to yep. be in place next year. And um Mate any time where you need us to help or run another show we we're, we're
1: here for
0: you we love it oh yeah absolutely yeah we want to have people back on uh, for updates down the track and see where things have progressed so um, thank you both especially for we're at on. the top
1: of the next bull market yeah <laughs> see yeah. where we came from
0: <laughs> look there's yeah. one thing that we always say this is a space that is never boring i mean it's like roller coaster <laughs> is the ultimate description of, even it's a roller coaster even in the great times but it's yeah. uh, particularly a roller coaster in the in in the bear market that we are most definitely in. Um, fort, uh, fort what's the saying, right? Fortunes are made in a bear market, not a They market. are yeah. indeed. And Ed
3: they, and I are pumping are out the
1: shows, and we're at the bottom, and we're giving people different options to yeah. invest. Yep. in. I hope I hope they're choosing one or two of them along the way. Yep. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. So thanks everyone. Uh, anyone who's watched the show in 2022, we appreciate you taking your time to to watch or listen to the show, depending on how you want to consume it. Uh, if you haven't already, if you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button. We appreciate that. Yeah, Thank guys, you. have a
1: great Christmas you and all. thanks for coming on the show
0: and a good New Year. Your time. I know you've got a lander hat and the reindeer hat out, even travels. And we'll we'll see you all in 2023.
2: Well, absolutely. It's been now. a pleasure,
0: guys. Take care. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. See you, guys. Cheers. Bye.